0: Good morning, and I would like to welcome you this Wednesday morning, August 11, 2022, to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries, where we use this time to share God's Word and to encourage the hearts that really needs it most. When you spend time reading God's Word, it does many things. Number one, it strengthens your relationship with the Lord. And number two, it gives you hope for tomorrow and causes you to grow and mature in the Word of God. And so that's what I deem to do today. We're going to go into a great story that is going to testify to the power of prayer. And if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to the book of Acts. We're going to read chapter 16, 25 through 34 coming in the version that I'm reading is coming from the King James Version and so something in this story took place the main two characters that we want to focus on in the text today is Paul and Silas and the power of prayer because they took action in their midst in their situation but the scripture tells us in verse 25 it says and at midnight Paul and Silas prayed. My question to you today is do you pray and if so how often do you pray because prayer is so important in your walk with the Lord. Prayer is most the most powerful weapon that you can use against the enemy to stop his strategies in your life. And so as the Bible tells us, it says, and they sing praises unto God. So they praised the Lord and they prayed unto the Lord. And it says, and the prisoners heard them. So those, the prisoners were considered to be the witnesses. Those that were zooming in on what was taking place in Paul and Silas life. Verse 26 tells us, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. So their praises went up to the throne room so greatly that God allowed there to be an earthquake so that the foundations of the prison the prison, were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands, according to the scripture, were loose. Meaning those prisoners who had been bound, enslaved by chains and shackles were immediately set free including Paul and Silas because this was the power of prayer and it says and the keeper of the prison awakened out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open he drew out his sword and would have killed himself and the reason why is because if any prisoner got loose I'm sure this Uh, keeper at the gate was going to be responsible so if he didn't find them and kill them then in turn he was going to be the one to be killed but what happened it says he would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners the prisoners had fled but Paul cried with a loud voice saying do thyself no harm for we are all here so they were still all in his presence. In verse 29 says, Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling. So the prisoner, the prisoner who was considered to be, the prisoners was there, but the gatekeeper was also there, responsible for keeping watch over the prisoners. And while he's awakened out this deep sleep, He's terrified trying to figure out how in the world did their chains break loose. And if you're pondering, I can tell you exactly how. Prayer and praising the Lord. I'm sure the angel came and set their chains loose. And it takes some faith to believe God to do such a great thing as that. And in the story what was really happening as they were praying and praising the Lord was miracles, unseen miracles were taking place right before their eyes. And what I love about God is that when a miracle has taken place, he always leaves a witness to testify to what he has done, even to the unbelieving, because this gatekeeper witnessed it. And the Bible says that, he came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So the same person who is responsible for keeping them hostage as the gatekeeper is now asking the prisoners, Paul and Silas, what do I need to do to be saved, to experience what you have, this salvation? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. So this is the blessing of being saved. Not only are you going to be saved, but everybody in your household, according to this scripture, shall be saved. The whole household. And they spake unto him, the word of the Lord into all that were in his house and he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes because they had been abused obviously and was baptized and he and all his straightway. way so all of the prisoners received salvation in the same hour including the gatekeeper and all of these things can happen When we are praising and worshiping our Lord just as we ought to in the way that he's created us to, when we praise and sing true praises unto the Lord and pray fervently before him, we can expect to see miracles like these things take place. And in the last verse of this text, it says, "...and when he had brought them into his house..." He set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his heart. So there was rejoicing taking place after the unseen miracle took place right before their eyes. And God did not do this so that Paul and Silas can get the glory, but God did this so that his name could be glorified in all of the earth. So I want you to understand that when a miracle takes place in your life, a supernatural miracle that only God can do, that means God wants to get the glory for doing it. And today I want to take the time to encourage the hearts of those who have loved ones incarcerated in prison, in a jail cell, and their time have been uh, granted. Some of them may have been granted life. And you're still believing God to release them. No matter what they are done or did. Including I have relatives in there myself. And I'm still believing God to release them by the power of his word. And there's a lot of things that will happen in this earthly realm. But the one thing that I do know and I'm still learning is that it matters where you put your faith. And the thing is that you must stand on God's word because God will show compassion to his people. God will be merciful and gracious to those who are innocent as well as to those who have been found guilty. But the thing of it is, is that the blood of Jesus is able to cover a multitude of sins. And God knows how to humble our hearts. And I'm praying and believing God to set your loved ones free where they are where they have been bound in chains. And some of the prisoners are behind bars. There are also some. That are not behind the prisoner bars, that are just as bound as those dwelling within the prison walls. And God said in His Word that He has come to set the captives free. And we know that when God said it, He meant it. And one thing that we can rest on is this there is freedom in Christ. And as you pray to the Lord, God will hear you. As you cry out to the Lord, God will move in your midst. So, Father God, we thank you for this word that you allowed our hearts to go over today in the book of Acts, chapter. The verse that we read came from chapter 16 today, 25 through 34. And Father God, we thank you, God, that you are the same God then as you are now. You're still able to perform miracles in a mighty and glorious way for your name's sake. Lord, I pray for those who have loved ones in in jail and in prison, God, that, that you will look upon their cases, God and that you would bring justice, that you would show mercy and favor, God, and that you would grant them their walking papers as they seek your face, as they humble their hearts, and and as they turn from sin to you, Father God. I ask God that you would set the captives free in Jesus' holy name. I thank you for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ this morning. May you continue to tune in for another segment, and I pray that you were blessed by this message richly. Until next time, I hope to see you soon. God bless.